0: My name is Yemi, and I'm here with my co-host, Philia. Hey. And welcome to Treading Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast surrounding open discussions on faith and relationships. Now, Philia, what are we going to talk about today?
1: Well, we are in the season of parables where we take a closer look at the parables of Jesus Christ and put a current spin on it.
0: Great. Which parable are we covering today?
1: There's a bit to unravel here. We will be covering the parable of the wise and foolish builders, which will be taken from Matthew 7, verses 21 to 27. I will be using the NIV version, but feel free to use any version you like. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesize in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you away from me, you evildoers. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man with a great crash.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you for the reading, Philia. So this parable is very, very interesting because first um, the question was asked, how, who gets into heaven, right? Right, right. (laughs) And Jesus is explaining who gets into heaven and then uses this parable of these two different types of builders, one that builds a foundation and one that doesn't. So, um, I guess my first question, Vilya, is, uh, what is the foundation here?
1: Well, according to Jesus, the foundation is the man who hears the word and acts on the word. However, the one that just hears the word and does not act on it does not have a strong foundation, hence his house will crash. So the word is the, the, the word of the Bible that is the spiritual foundation that we need to be grounded. That is what Christ is talking about here.
0: That's very important because here he's trying to tell you or trying to explain to us that you cannot get into heaven without this foundation, right? Right. Like this foundation of the word, knowing the word and being doers of the word, right? Right. Right? Not just hearers, but doers of the word. So one of the things that I thought about when I was thinking about this parable is that it's not just, I mean, it is, right? Being hearers and doers of the word in general, but I thought about actually building a house and and using the house as a metaphor for something you're building in your life, whether it you're building a business, you're building a career, you're building a relationship, you're building a family, and what do you start? What do you begin these things that you're building? Like what, what is the foundation? Now, do you need Christ in all of these things?
1: Absolutely. You need Christ in all of these things because having a spiritual foundation based on the words of God, based on Christ's teachings, is the way that you you know that you can lean on is the way that you know that you always have a home base to go to. When you don't have that, then where are you searching for your real truth? Are you looking in other people? Are you looking in worldly things? So this is why it's important to have that foundation. I I think of it in terms of a house, right? Uh, When you're going, like I remember when we were looking for homes, uh, it was really nice to look at the homes that were so shiny and beautiful and had the marble top and everything was clean and nice. But when you knock on the walls, you you would hear the hollowness. You realize that everything was just made to be pretty, but the foundations weren't the greatest. While the old houses, right, that didn't look so put together and didn't, you know, look as inviting were the ones that had the strongest foundations. Those are the ones that when you would knock on the walls, they were not hollow. You would hear like the concrete in the background. And, when the real estate agent was saying, well, at least someone lived here. We don't really know what's behind those, those walls when you're, when you're looking at these new houses because they're new. We, it, you can get in the house now and something will break, but the ones that the houses were people have lived in, we know they've lived there. People actually lived in it. So because they lived in it, they, we know that it was functional. You know, and that was just a really interesting thing, because then when you think of your religion and you think about your your, your relationship with God, the, the strongest foundations are the ones that survive. You know, when you look at the ones that are just new, when you're looking for new things, it, it's, 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 it's still shaky. There's no precedence to start from. And that's why I think this parable really, really, really uh, resonates with me.
0: I I really like that analogy, especially talking about a, a new house where you're unsure. And it makes me actually think about churches mm. <laughs> because, because there there are new waves of churches popping up everywhere. And and I and I'm not saying that new is not good, but the churches that have survived for a long time that has a steady congregation that is actually doing things in their community and beyond, is probably the church that you want to go to. And sometimes you'll see something that's like really flashy and really great. But what is the foundation of that? Mm-hmm. I mean, every church foundation should be the Bible, right? Teaching from the Bible. Absolutely. I I I wouldn't go to a church that wasn't Bible-based, right? Like if they were just talking about God and weren't reading the scripture, I wouldn't think that's a good foundation. But in particular, you see all these things that are kind of like of the world, right? And I know that we have to relate to people of the world today. But what's, you know, is that going to have a sustainable future? Is it going to be long-term or is it just flashy right. so that you can get people in your doors? Like the new houses. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the new houses. Like you're right, right, right? It has all the bells and whistles, you know, stainless steel, mm-hmm. the backsplash. Beautiful. Right. <laughs> Very <laughs> pleasing to your eye, but you know, it, 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 it does, you don't know about the foundation. Correct. And those are things that you learn later on. And it's the same thing with like, relationships right right? like you can meet someone and you find them attractive and you like a lot of the things that they're saying and doing but you have to really get to know them because you got to know what the foundation you got you got to know what lies underneath that person um you know everything superficial will pass away and and you need something substantial to state sustain you and um And that's why I think, you know, it's important for me um, as a single woman (laughs) to to let people know that um, I'm a Christian and I have strong Christian beliefs. And while I am also a liberal woman and, you know, I'm very open minded, I still this is still my foundation. So it's important that you know that and you know and i hope that you know that there will be discussions about god right right and i and i want that to be the basis i don't want that to be a surprise i don't want someone to say later on like you go to church every sunday mm-hmm. <laughs> <I'm> just like <laughs> i told you i was a christian you know like there's all kinds of christians they're like oh, i didn't right. i didn't right. know like oh you, you go to church and you go to bible study right. and right. you want to do this right. i'm like but this is my foundation it and that's is. important to me and i And I don't want that to be a surprise to someone or or the reason why I do something or I behave in a certain way or or why I think certain things are wrong. Mm -hmm. I want them to know that that's my foundation.
1: Very, very, very important. Very true. And, um, you know, I think when I I read this uh, scripture, you know, I thought of the idea when we've grown up hearing all that glitters is not gold, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, or, you know the grass is green on the other side but you know you still have to mow the lawn right <laughs> yeah yeah you do, you do no matter what so you know i think that is easier said than done but when jesus says you know why do you call me lord lord and don't do the things which i say right but you can also say lord lord and how will you be able to enter into the kingdom of heaven you still have to do the will of my father and i think that's really important because it's not um it's, it's you, you have to lead by example. You have to, to read the word. You have to act in the word. You have to align yourself with the word. You can't just expect because now you know you're, you're a Christian that that means that you're going into the kingdom. There's more to it than just that. Mm-hmm. You know, that foundation has to be strong. Your foundation has to be grounded. Your foundation has to be Bible-based mm-hmm. because if not, where is it coming from? And I think that is the only way you won't be led astray. Is getting that that true foundation.
0: I I, I agree. I I love that, you know, God is saying, and because a lot of people hear the word of God and they don't follow it, they don't obey. I and mean, we talked about this before, right? You would go to church and then leave church and immediately act out or, you know, be misbehaved. And that's not what God has called us to do. Right. He has called us to be hearers and doers of the word, right? You know, when, when he plants that seed, he wants it to be to, to get roots and he wants us to act out as Christians, and what, what does that really mean? Like, what does it mean to act as Christians in this world? Mm,
1: really, really, really uh, great question. I think the um, that question is really an important thing to look in the mirror and ask yourself, because it's like, what does that look like to you? And I think um, people think that, you know, when you're Christian, you're limited from doing certain things. You know, you're supposed to be this, oh, I thought you were Christian then, but I think acting christian is being yourself that's really what that is and being yourself and knowing that you will make mistakes and but you will also get up and know that you will be forgiven for those things and you can start afresh you know but also be grounded in knowing what your real truth is and yet still know that you're not perfect but God still loves you anyway and i think that acting christian is just knowing that word and knowing that you're loved by god but also striving that and it, because it's not a destination is a journey so striving to be more christ-like mm-hmm. that is to me what being christian is or even acting christian and not being pretentious because being pretentious is like the pretty house again that yeah. we always talk about it's it's glittery it's nice but is it really real is it is it is it grounded and it's not
0: that that's that's important, right? Like being a Christian is striving to be Christ-like. Mm-hmm. He, you know, Jesus lived and he died, and he and we have the examples in the Bible. And and not only does he teach us in his parables, but we can learn from him by the things that he did, and not just what he said, but the things that he did. And you know, he was obedient to his mother. He was obedient to his father. He you know he was good to all people, right? Like he would forgive sinners, he would heal. I mean, to me, that's being Christian, right? right? Like what? what would jesus do right that was like a very popular thing i forgot when like wwjd like what would jesus do in this situation I mean, you got to be forgiving you got to be loving you got to be obedient to god yes. and being obedient to god is not just reading the bible with although that is very important but right. but sometimes god calls us to do certain things and and we don't do it right. and and i think we struggle because we're not really certain of the voice of God right. and whether God is actually telling us to do this, or maybe it's a desire that we have, but we've heard that God plants seeds in all
1: of us. Yes. And if
0: we, we believe, like you said, if you know that you're Christian and you know that God loves you and you have that strong foundation, you would know his voice because you read the word and you know that God plants seeds in you. You know that God is speaking to you, right? You, you can discern your voice from God's voice. And if he plants the seed, he wants you to grow. He wants you to grow. He wants all of us to grow. And I know I'm guilty of not doing the things that God has called me lately. You know, I've said this before that God has asked me to write a book. Mm -hmm. And, And I've even had a dream where I said, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I'm not a writer. I don't know where to start. And in my dream, a man said to me that just start. I will help you with the rest. Amen. <laughs> yes. But, where, but where's oh, yeah. my page 1? <laughs> Honestly, like I'm not I'm not being obedient. Like my you know this is this is foundational, right? Like if I want to start this book, I need to start and I need to bring God into it and I need to pray over it. And I think that's another important part of of having your foundation is that whatever you're starting, you put it you put it to God in prayer. But you also take that Leap of faith. You have to have faith in God. That's about knowing you're Christian and having that trust that God will see you through what what good work He started. He will see to completion. You have to believe that. It's hard because you know we don't know what we're doing a lot of the time, but if we if we have faith that God knows what He's doing we can feel more secure when we step out. He has our back. He Mm -hmm. is the
1: strength that we need and the support that we need. And I think you mentioned something that uh, we could harp on is God speaking to you, you know, he has planted that seed in all of us. So we all have to look for that voice and, and, and pray for discernment. He speaks to us in different ways. Uh, with me, God speaks to me in my dreams. I don't dream frivolously and I don't, I don't dream often, but when I do dream, it is dead spot on all the time. And I think when it's most quiet and I'm not hearing that loud voice, that sounds like, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I forgot his name. The one that always plays God in the movies, um,
0: Morgan Freeman. Yes, Morgan Freeman. Right, <laughs> that's the voice.
1: That's the voice that it that I think that God is supposed to sound like. But it's when it's quiet, when I'm not hearing much, that's actually when I hear God. So that's pretty interesting. But I had to figure what that was. I because. I think what happens is that we, we, we're looking for things that are not really there, but he does speak to all of us. And some people have figured that out and others are still searching for that, but just have faith that he will speak to you, that he does speak to you. He speaks to you through watching something. Maybe somebody says something, maybe something that you read, but he always speaks to us and we have to see those signs and never forget them and also act upon them. Like it says here, you know, act on on the word. Don't just say it because getting into heaven is is a walk, a walk with God. That's really important. Yeah,
0: uh, I I really 100 percent agree. I think I think this this parable of the the, um, the two builders is it's so important because. I can see myself as both, right? I I can say, you know, I have a foundation in Christ because I go to church every single Sunday, pretty much, not every single Sunday, but pretty much I'm very consistent with church. and Even though it's, you know, COVID and my church is not open, you can catch me every Sunday morning watching church, right? Like I am very consistent with that. And I believe, you know, and I've grown through my church and I feel like I've become a doer in some of the things that my church has said to do. Mm-hmm. But there are things that I haven't done and there are things that I I take on in my life and I don't put Christ mm-hmm. In in the forefront, like you know, even relationships, right? I've entered relationships and I haven't prayed about it. It's only when things go wrong that I start right, praying, correct. like, oh God, is this the one for helps, me? Correct. Show me a sign.
1: He's <laughs> showing you the sign, but we failed to uh see it. Right. I'm mean, like,
0: well, if this is the sign, if that's you really you talking. Then show drop, me another one. <laughs> yeah, drop a red sign, right? Like I I am like get really specific with right, God, right? Because right, you know, I don't want to listen. Right. And and that and that's a problem, right? Like I can be a foolish builder, right? Because mm-hmm. I want things my way and I want things quickly, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes, like even with the new house, sometimes you're trying to get that r- done really quickly. Mm-hmm. You come into the a new house and you see screws loose or right. something falls <laughs> in, you're like, "What's that? People <laughs> kicking it under the rug? <laughs> Never mind that, right? <laughs> like, right? You cannot forget to do everything yes. right and and and. Most important thing is that you need to have God in your life daily. That means praying daily, reading the Word daily. When Philia talked about, you know, trying to be more like Christ, yeah. that takes you having this knowledge of Christ, A right? Sustained
1: effort, it's yeah. Real cognizant.
0: yeah. You can't be like Christ if you're not reading the Word, Correct. right? And 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 that's part of why we are we're doing this podcast because we want not just for ourselves to be fully versed in the word, but we want everyone else to be fully versed Mm -hmm. in the word. We want them to to come to an understanding about who God is, what is what is he doing in this world and in your life and your role, right? Like we all have a role to play and God calls us to do different things. We all have special gifts. We all have special talents, but we must learn to build upon things with a foundation in Christ, Mm-hmm. Um, I have I have one more question. I don't okay. know if you have any yeah, others. But I have one more question, and and <laughs> this one is like, is, I guess maybe a little controversial, okay. but <laughs> I don't know if you should save it for the live. You want to save
1: it for the live? Okay, let's save it for the live. Let's save it for the live.
0: live. <laughs> <Save> <laughs> it for the live. So I mean, I'm good. Okay. I I think this was a, a great one. I think it, was um,
1: sweet. I, it definitely resonates with me. So I, and I think I, I would hope that it resonates with everyone else in this. And don't be a foolish builder. (laughs) Don't be a foolish builder. (laughs) Be a builder of Christ, a builder with strong faith, strong compassion, and trust in the Lord.
0: Amen. Amen. So this was a great one. Stay tuned for announcements and prayer.
1: Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on the parable of the wise and foolish builders. Before we end, we have a few announcements and then we will close with a prayer. First, we would like to announce that we will be back next Wednesday with another podcast on the parable of the lost sheep. This can be found in Matthew 18 verses 1 to 14 and Luke 15 verses 1 to 7. We're also excited to see all of you during our Wisdom Wednesday's YouTube live discussion. This is where we'll be covering the power of parables and how they relate to our lives in Christ. This will take place next Wednesday, February 23rd at 7 p.m. Eastern. Lastly, our weekly podcast, Treading Faith, is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please check out our Instagram page for updates. Don't forget to follow us, like us, comment, and share with family, friends, and neighbors alike. Now let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer. God desires that we come to him and be restored back into his grace and favor. Isaiah fifty-five eleven says, God's word does not come back void. Our prayers are strengthened in numbers. So we ask that you come in agreement with us for this prayer. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for providing us with everything we need to become a wise builder. We don't want to be a foolish builder, Lord. We want to be wise. And according to your word, the only way we can accomplish this is to build a foundation on your word, a foundation that will stand through all outside persecutions, cares, and attraction of this world or anything else that will interfere in our walk with you and affect our faith in you, Father God. We all know that your word is the foundation And Jesus is the rock that has been built on that foundation. We pray that as we read your word and as we hear your word, Father God, that it will become deeply rooted in us so that when the troubles of this world come our way, all of our fears will dissipate. We will stand strong, Father God, for according to your word, the one who hears the word receives and accepts the word and acts on the word. This is like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid thick roots and laid a strong foundation upon the rock. And when the flood arose, O oh Father, the torrent broke against the house and it could not be shaken. Oh Father God, we want a life that is built on solid rock, solid foundation that cannot be shaken. Father God, may the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. In Jesus' precious name, may we all come in agreement and say amen, amen, and amen. We love you. We'll see you next week. Have a safe and blessed week. Bye.